This is the city. The city of Absalom. The city at the center of the world. Absalom is celebrating the Radiant Festival, a three-month festival of epic proportions held once every hundred years. The celebration attracts all types. Tourists, performers, merchants, inventors, as well as unsavory types, petty thieves, gangs, cults, and criminal enterprises. That's where we come in. We protect and serve. We are the agents of Edgewatch. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat, Agents of Edgewatch. I'm your GM and host, Stephen Glicker, and in this week's episode, it's time to spin that wheel and make a deal. Check it out. So one thing I want to talk about this week is the adventure paths themselves. In this case, the Agents of Edgewatch adventure path. Every single adventure path ever written by Paizo, including the ones before they were Paizo, back in the 3.5 days, I've read or run... And one thing about adventure paths is that each adventure path usually adheres to a theme, whether it's that you're pirates or that you're in ancient Egypt or that you're in a horror situation or you're taking down gods or so forth. But each one has a very general theme around it. And I've, you know, I've played a fair number of them. My favorite ones of all time, Age of Worms. And that was probably also because of the time we ran it. That was the very first adventure path we ever ran. So seeing something like Age of Worms was just mind-blowing. Like, oh my god, just one adventure path? Like, one adventure from beginning to end where you go up like against the god at the end? It was incredible. The other thing about Age of Worms is that it was just so well-written. And it was so freaking hard. You have to remember, I played with these guys. It's pretty much the same people. So they were very much into the hard aspect. A lot of people are put off by Age of Worms because it is a meat grinder. It is a death fest. Well, guess what? These guys ate it up and loved it. That was a fantastic adventure pit. The other one I really liked was Iron Gods because it was just so different. At that point, especially when we're playing Pathfinder 1st Edition, we saw it all, and we did it all, everything that we ever saw and did, and we needed something to mix it up, and that was Iron Gods. Iron Gods was great. The other one that I liked quite a bit was Carrying Crown, and that was because it took my favorite tropes of horror and, well, made them into an adventure path. One of the very best books of that adventure path, and again, you know, if you haven't run it by now, okay, a bit of a spoiler, you have to find out who this murderer is. And everyone thinks that this murderer is Frankenstein's monster. That's right. A golem with sentience. And you, instead of solving a mystery or something, have to defend the golem in court. I know. Is that what? It's uh, Richard Pett. Okay. Any adventure written by Richard Pett is fantastic. He's my favorite author of all time. Every single one of his adventures is insane. He wrote an adventure where he had to put on a play, and that was in Council of Thieves, and he wrote this adventure where you have to defend the monster in a court of law, and then you have to go on an adventure to find the clues and find out why this creature is innocent of the crimes that he's blamed for. 
And I've just never seen anything like that in Adventure Path. And these guys managed to do it. They managed to convince the jury of their peers that the monster was innocent of all crimes. It is one of my favorite moments of all time of adventuring. Why am I mentioning that? Because Agents of Edgewatch is up there right now with some of my favorite adventures. And it's only going to get better. And I'll tell you why. They really messed up the marketing on this. They were saying, oh, you get to play a cop or a guard, an Absalom. That's not what makes this adventure so good. No, no, no. What makes this adventure so good is that this is the adventure where you get to play all the coolest movies and television shows and books you've ever read as an adventure path. That is why this adventure is so freaking cool. They're like... Oh, you know that really cool James Bond movie? Well, you're going to get to do that now. Oh, you really know that really cool casino heist or bank heist movie? You get to do that now, too. That is what makes this so much fun. And I knew that this group would love it because we eat up popular culture. We have seen the Taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3. Not the remake, the original. When it came out, because we're old. We have seen every single one of those movies, which were really, really big in the 70s and the 80s. And they've really fallen out of favor, well, since then. But we grew up on these movies. We grew up on these types of movies as kids. And this is what this adventure is, is that they took those movies and they combined every single trope they can think of and put it into an adventure path. And the reason I'm mentioning it is because book one, book one was just weird, okay? Book one actually was pretty cool because that was based on a real life event. Check out the murder hotel from the Chicago World's Fair. That's a real thing that happened. So yeah, second book, second book was, you know, mostly just dungeon crawl. But the third book, the one they're on now, now it starts really ripping off the movies. Like now you're gonna actually see set pieces from movie to movie to movie. Book four really does a good job, too. We're not there yet. But basically, from now on, you're going to be seeing, oh, that comes from this movie. Oh, that comes from this movie. To the point that we're actually calling out the movies and actually saying what they're coming from. Now, you would think, okay, if you've already seen the movie and you already know how it's going to end, doesn't that spoil it? And believe it or not, it doesn't because that's the fun. That's the fun of actually playing it is that now you get to play as the heroes from your favorite movies. And these are all being ripped off good movies, trust me. So now you get to see what you would do in that situation. I really, really like this adventure path. And it is a shame that it was not sold in the correct way. It was just, you know, sold in the wrong way. It was very bad timing when it came out. But luckily, I read it, I saw what they were doing, plus, you know, I'm able to talk to the guys who wrote it, so I know what they were going for. But I tell you, it's really going to get good. Especially in this book, you are just about ready to see where it's going. It's it's getting good, trust me. Uh, we're, we are much further along in the book than what you're hearing in the podcast right now, and it just gets better and better and better. And book four? Oh my god. Book four is good. Traditionally, book four is usually the best book of any adventure path. I'm not exactly sure why, but book four is almost always the best one. And yeah, this one really has a good book four. And go and book five, actually, for that matter. They all get really good. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's show notes. So for this week's show notes, first, 
RPG Superstar, the public voting has started. There's been over 400 entries, and that's a lot, uh, especially because you have to write an entire monster. And it sounds like, oh, maybe it's not so many entries. Trust me, it's a lot of entries. You know, when they were doing things like, oh, just make a magic item, you can crank out a magic item in five seconds. But a monster, a really good monster, takes a while. Trust me. If you really want to make a good monster and you're going to submit three monsters, it can take some time. So 400 plus monsters. Go to RPGSuperstar.com, check them all out, vote, and you can help decide what are the best monsters. And if you're in the contest, feel free to vote for yours and feel free to tell everyone about your monster. There's nothing against the rules of doing that. The rules basically say you can't like do a full hour video on YouTube going through and explaining in detail why your monster is awesome. You can't do that. But if you want to go on Twitter or Facebook, or Instagram, or TikTok, or anything else out there, and just say, hey, here's my monster, please vote for this one. Feel free, you can do that all you want. You can say it for other people's too. You can you know, do very light campaigning, I call it. That is totally fine. You can't just like spend an hour going over your monster in extreme detail, that's not allowed. So to vote, just go to RPGSuperstar.com. That's it, it's really easy. You can see all the monsters. You hit vote today. There's a cool tool that'll randomize the monster. If you just want to see a monster at random and vote on them, and it will help determine who the winners are. And it'll also, well, help the contest out. And that way we get a really good book next year when we put out the Battlezoo Best Story Strange and Unusual book. So check that out. Also, speaking of Battlezoo, we have the Battlezoo Dragon Ancestry book almost done. We're doing a public-private playtest. What does that mean? Well, if you go to battlesuit.com, if you order the book, and then you follow the directions that are on Kickstarter, you can try to get into the private playtest of the Dragon Ancestry book. Mark is writing this book. It is amazing. You can play one of 45 different dragons. Every dragon is different. You can make a dragon every day for the next year. And every single Dragon PC would be completely different and play completely uniquely from each other. The main reason is that there's something like 200 feats that Mark wrote for making Dragon PCs. And there's still way more to go because this is just 20. 20 of the 45 Dragons we've covered so far. So we've still got another 25 to go. So think about that. Like, just do the math. Obviously, it's like, okay, well, there's 200 plus feats. And I have to build a dragon PC from those 200 feats. The probability of building the exact same PC as anyone else is zero. <laughs> There's no way you're going to do it. There's just too many permutations. That's the point. You are given the flexibility to build a really, really unique and cool dragon PC. We put a lot of thought and a lot of effort into this. And it's bigger than most classes, okay? This ancestry is basically a class at this point because it's so detailed, complex, with so many options, so many feats, so many abilities that you can just make what you want. You can just make the coolest dragon PC you ever wanted. You can make it a cool dragon that turns into an amazing dragon by the end. Or you can just say, you know what, I want a little bit of dragon and I want to be mostly a fighter or mostly a monk. And you just have, you know, a little bit of dragonness to you. Or you can go somewhere in between. It's up to you. We gave you the tools to build 
a full dragon PC and go full dragon, or you can just have a light dragon PC and go full fighter or full monk or full ranger or full wizard, whatever you want. And of course, this is for Pathfinder 2nd Edition right now, but it's all going to be converted to 5e. I've already had my 5e team looking at it and thinking about how to do this. So with that in mind, just go to battlesuit.com. If you pre-order the book, you can get the PDF or you can get the actual book itself, which is going to be really nice because we're putting really cool stuff in the book. And you can then follow the directions on the Kickstarter and try to get into the private playtest right now. Also, make sure you check out Bowser.com, where the Foundry VTT module for the Bowser Bestiary and Pathfinder 2nd Edition should be up by the time you are listening to this. We are working on it. It is done. All we're doing is waiting to get it onto the store and doing some testing, and then you too can get the module. Also, do check out RollForCombat.com, where you can check out Jason's column every week, where he talks about every single episode of every single podcast. He also put up a brand new review of Guns and Gears, which is a little late because that's my fault. But you can see the Guns and Gears review and, of course, read about every single episode. And finally, of course, go to the Discord channel where you can talk about Roll for Combat stuff. Boy, there's a lot going on. Let me tell you right now, there is a lot going on. Just, you know... Check it all out. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's exciting episode. All right, what you going to do? You got you got two doll, you got two uh, doughbells, and you got well, one. First, I need healing. That we know. This we know. Chris Beamer is playing Lo Mang, an orc tiefling monk of the Crane style. Oi, Governor. So you managed to track down one of them. What happened to Lomanx, who knows? Two of them are unconscious. You're in a dark, dank alley. What are you doing? Yeah, we put the wrong guy on the job. John Stats is playing Cadet Dougie McDougal, a human ruffian rogue. All right, so... Yeah, what do you guys think we should do? Seth Lipton is playing Gomez, a goblin elementalist sorcerer. Um, we gotta smack these guys around, uh... Yeah, bad cop, worst cop. Yeah. For for to what end? Like what are we trying to get? What are we trying to do? Oh god. We want to know where they're where they're why they're mugging us. Um okay, so first of all, we definitely want to split them up. Uh we'll get these uh we don't want them to corroborate their stories. Uh we should manacle all of them. Yeah, we should figure out we should take Sully around the corner and figure out ask him why he's why are you guys working together? Yeah, Why I'm curious. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's the scuttlebutt is that you guys are fighting, and uh, apparently not. That's not the case. What's, what is your answer? Now, what is your answer? Now. Don't wait for the translation. Yeah, no abo ingles. Oh, that was that was my my quote was a, a very obscure Star Trek. All right. Well, I have I have group coercion. So I can do, uh, I can just intimidate, I can soften them up. I can intimidate them and then coerce you would, them. You think that's better to do that in a group or? Well, I, I have the ability now that I can group yeah, coerce. Yeah, I, I don't want to do that. I don't want them to lie. I don't want them to, well, of course you can detect. You Can, can you detect a uh, sense motive? I forget that. Has that been taken well, out the, of? Well, the, the coercion and the questioning, I think could be two separate things. Like, like I put the condition on them that they're, that, that they're pliable. Yeah, and then and then oh, and, and then, then you split, question it right, and then we split oh, them up. And... Okay, yeah. Well, what you read them the riot act? <laughs> That'll right, be right, right, right. Stage right. one of the interrogation, and then right. we take right. them to their cells. 
which could just be in the corner of a alleyway and we're just talk to him there you tell me also if we split the if we split them up we can tell like the alchemists you don't really want to be in league with these guys these are working they're working with the undead cult or whatever we can kind of play them play them against each other that way jason mcdonald is playing basil blackfeather a tengu empiricist investigator well, Dougie has no charisma to speak of, so it has to be either um, one of the charisma guys, because I'll just get the wrong answers. I think technically speaking, we only have one charisma guy. Oh, I thought both of you guys had, like, knowledge. I thought both of you I'm guys... I'm smart. That's not the same as charismatic. Oh. So uh, you want me to roll intimidation and just see if I can yeah, soften just, them up? Yeah. Is this the group coercion? Yeah. Are you waking them up? Yeah, sure. Why not? All right. We have them restrained and whatnot, right? Yep. Got them restrained. Got to strain they're them. All, they're all, like, woken up. Throw some water on them. Oi, we want no trouble with you. <laughs> well, we got a lot of questions. You better answer them or else you're going to get trouble from us. And I give them the glary eye. And I give them the stink eye. And here you go. Here's the here's roll. I got that mask, too. That gives a bonus or whatever it does. Sure. Well, we, if they're in league with the... Uh... That's a terrible roll for me. What did I roll? Hero point. You rolled a three. This, I, I, I'm, 20, hero, I'm hero pointing that. That's ridiculous. I, that, that, that offends me. That's, I find that offensive. I, I, I oh, really watch out. Today. Watch out. Here comes the two. Oh, no. History well, will repeat group, itself. Yes, it group coercion is only two two people, not three. Yeah, no, but I, I because, I'm, uh, because I'm expert or whatever, I can do five. Oh, okay. Cool, then. Oh, my God. Ah! <laughs> yes. It's yes! not quite as bad. Wow. Oh, well, wow. it is a 24, uh, though. Uh, yeah, it's 24. 24. It's 24. Whatever, whatever their will DC Yeesh. is. And it's plus whatever the bonus for the Yeesh. mask. 26 with the mask. 26 with the mask. All right. They're like, oh, it's the scary goblin. He, he's been freaking me out with that stink eye of his. Oi, oi. We'll tell you what you want to know. What 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 you want to know? We'll tell you. We we don't know much. We we're low levels. We we're just we're just the thugs. We we don't know nothings. All right. Well, you guys uh, ask ask him what do you think we should ask him? Why are you? Who are we talking to right now? Sully. Yeah. Well, are they? Uh, and we split them up. We split. Yeah, we split them up. Yeah, we split them up. So one at a time. Let's let's ask the washboard guy. Okay, I'm gonna use my intimidation. It's really the only thing I have close to charisma. Well, uh, he, he's coerced, and okay, so, so he's, he's going to do what we All right, so I'm going to say, uh, why are you guys working with the um, with the sweepers? The sweepers. Well, we just sold them, and we asked them if they wanted to, you know, get in on the fun. And they they said sure. So uh, you know, we had a small little truce just to get a little coin. You know, what would your bosses say if uh, they heard you were doing that? Well, I don't know. I don't think they really care. Well, what do you, what about the uh, the news on the street is that uh, you guys were at odds with one another. Oi. I smack him. Answer me. Oi, I did. It's true. It's true. But, you know, as long as, we, uh, as, long as we're producing, they won't mind. Uh, as long as you're earning, you're good. That's earning. right. As long as we're earning, they don't uh, mind right. a truce here and there as long as you can bring them the coin. So, they're not fighting. I don't oh no, we're fighting, but you know, it's a temporary truce. Hmm. 
What's the name? Of, what's this the name doesn't of, make any sense. This what's is the name really, of their leader. What's, yeah. the, what's their leader's name? Who's in charge of your outfit? Oi. Which, which wash outfit? Your gang. Your the, washboard. The, the washboard Scrub. guys. The washboards? Oh, they, uh, it's Marissa Joan. So she's the one that got ratted on by the sweepers. She doesn't mind that you're working with the sweepers. I think they're so low level that it's like, doesn't they're matter. So low level? We, we're level, what? These got to be level 10 guys or something? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that's right. We're, we're the low levels. When you see the big boys, oh. then you're really going to get your brains bashed in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, this is just exactly contrary to, to what the, uh, the story is. And Marissa Jones, where is she? Marissa Jones? I, I don't know. Uh, but I, I can tell you, though... Uh, She's been acting kind of strange. She, yeah? Yeah, she started taking these meetings with these, like, shadowy mass figures. They, they've been talking about it, uh, us and the other boys. And, and uh, oh, you know, what we used to do is, uh, uh, we, we, we used to deal in mostly extortion, stolen artifacts. That, that was our, our prime, you know, earning. But then uh, the rumors, she was, like, mean with these, like, Strange people and shadowy alleys, masked figures. I don't know much about it, but now we've we've shifted to money laundering, and we we do this by purchasing artifacts from the black market and reselling them, or swapping the money for game tokens at the various gambling establishments. So which you're banned from, I heard. Yeah, yeah. Mighty upset about that. I love the Nucky Lucky Nimbus. It was my favorite place to unwind and play some cards, play some golem. Oi. <laughs> some golem. Some pharaoh. Um, okay, well where is this Marissa Jones? Where does she hang out? We gotta have words with her. I I have no idea. We're too low ranking to, to set it up. Who would know? I don't know. I'd say find someone that Joan really likes. Take that something away from her. That's the, that's the only way you can find her. She she's never she's never around. I've never even met her. I've only heard of her. Oi, oi. Oh, <laughs> I'm ready to release this guy. Oh, uh, what about these two? Uh, the uh, sweepers. Yeah. Hey, how come you're working with this guy? Who are you talking to? Talking to Erwist. We thought it would be a quick buck. We thought it would be you look you look like look easy easy pickings. Who, who knew that you knew how to fight? What are you, yes. are you what are you coppers or something? Or something. Uh, Don't worry about what we are. You see, you are you, just doing so. I thought you guys had a feud going. We do, we do, but we're so low on the tone pole. They don't care. They don't care about us. We're just street thugs. We're just warriors for them. They don't care. Hey, you know, we're not big fans of these washboards either, so maybe we could work out a deal. We, if you could tell us where you could find your leader, and maybe we could set up something where we could take these guys out forever. We, we, we don't care about that. We, 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 leader? I don't know. What the hell are you talking about? You have uh, a clan leader. You have a gang leader. Yeah, I yeah. I've never met her before. Well, I know she exists. <laughs> you kidding? It took me years before I even know where she is. I barely know her name. 
Your gang must be pretty big then, huh? Oh, yeah. We're big. One of the biggest ones in the docks. Do they know where their hideout is, or is that something that they're so low they don't know that? They have safe houses. How about that haunted school? What are you talking about? There's a haunted church. Yeah, there's tons of haunted churches around here. The whole place is haunted. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, Dougie's ready to just haul these guys in. The washboard I, I, I dogs don't. are bigger than you, you guys, by the did way. You, uh, did you hear anything about the the uh, washboard dogs getting involved with uh, like some some kind of heavy, heavy-duty murderers, some serial killer types, a death cult? What? What you talking about? Uh, I, I've heard something that they were talking to us like some weird... Weird stuff, and they—they've been mixing things up. Uh, I know they used to, they used to really big into extortion, stealing artifacts. Now they're like all involved with black market and money laundering. I don't know. That's that's about all. How long ago, about how long ago did that start? A couple months ago, I think. Yeah. So the washboard guys are in cahoots with the cult, the cultists. Yeah, yep, we knew that already. And too. yeah, these guys know nothing. That's that's. Because yeah. everything they've said contradicts what the captain knows. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, we should just... They should be arrested, just yes? haul them into... Uh, are they just going to, like... Uh, is our impression of the police station... Are they going to process these guys or put them behind bars? Or do they not care? Like, are, are, are they corrupt or are they... <laughs> Oh, they're very corrupt. Yeah, yeah but they'll, they'll be out within the week. Well, right. but if we say, look, this is official Star Watch business, you do not let them out, or it's going to be you're going to be looked at, right? Or can we like do, or can we just whatever ask, you want. Or can, yeah, or could we just ask them as a favor to keep them on ice for an, for a period of time? Sure. Yeah, I think that's that's best. All right. Yeah. This this, this is this is this is a random encounter. I think there's there's no. Uh, I do want to see about that hideout, though, that, that was supposed to be haunted, right? They don't know anything about that. They don't know anything about that. Um, sweepers have a large number of safe houses, including hideouts. Bloody Burleth. Previous hideouts have burned down. One of their current hideouts, an abandoned schoolhouse, is rumored to be haunted. Where's that? Where's, they got to know where that is, right? The abandoned schoolhouse? We, we don't know nothing. We... we... How are you in a gang and you know nothing? You don't <laughs> know. Even know your hideout? This is, this is really a frustrating we, None of us know anything. We're low-level punks. You're high enough level to, to, to mess us up. Yeah. We just get some monies, and then we got to give our cut to the leader. And then he gives his cut, and so on and so on. Where's your leader? What, what, do they know where they're... Yeah, this... Yeah, I don't know. I don't we know. Need, what we need is the abandoned schoolhouse. That, that we would like to know. Oh, well, when you find out, let us know so we can go, too. It's haunted, though, and you'll be in prison. Oh, okay. If you say so, Governor. <laughs> they all laugh to each other. Like, you know how many times we've been hauled down to the station? <laughs> we practically got punch cards there now. Uh, I really want to kill them. I know. I, 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 I want, <laughs> like, I, I'm trying like to that, think like of that. ways. I, I want to stab them in the face. Oh, no, you I really off the force. My dad really my is starting to heat up. Uh, is there a district that we can take them? Like, take them to a uh, different district? Well, we can that, take them to our castle. And that's, yeah. That's no, that's not how it is. No, they're a docks district. 
they're part of docks. So we can't like haul them across state yeah, lines. If you really, if you really need to, but yeah, I mean, we could in theory bring them to our to the uh, yeah, you could our watch yeah, headquarters. But I don't want. To, I, they're not it's worth like, it. They're not worth they time. Well, we have we have nothing on them. They don't care. They they, they could. I don't know. Is there any way of telling us that telling whether they're lying? They actually are being as helpful as possible. You realize these people are so low <laughs> in the rank order that they know nothing. And you should it feel looks bad, like... Dougie, because uh, see how low they were? And yeah, yeah, sure. They kicked your ass and yeah. Dazzle's ass. Both of you. How much money did they have? They didn't have any money, but they Oh, of course off. they don't have any money. There's no money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm setting my guy gear. free. I'm done. They had some good gear. <laughs> Do you want to? Uh, Morning stars. Oh, they imagine. Oh, yeah. I'll take all their gear. Let's well, do, do you want to do like so? Solly has to split his loot with a, a, an immediate superior, correct? Well, they're Boy. saying that that's the system. They kick up. Yeah. So right. So right. So he know he has an immediate superior. He knows who that is. So why don't we take Solly to that immediate superior? And demand retribution for the insult of them daring to try to rob us, and we have a fight there, and we work our way up the food chain. That's that would, true. That's, that's, that would be that's a capo. Yeah, flip them. We flip them. <laughs> the captain, take him, take him to work, the work our way up the food chain. It's instead of flipping them uh, yeah. legally, we flip them. Uh, we'll kill you if you <laughs> you don't tell it. Right. Yeah. Here. It's like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But of course, real. they don't care about that. Uh, Let's see if that works. Let's see what do they what do they say to that? I don't care flip, what they say to that. Them, like Solly, take, take us take us to yeah, just take take us to your boss. This is this, this is very insulting to us for taking it personally. Take us to our boss. We 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 need some we need some compensation for this insult. And you're going to take us through. You are going to take us to our boss because I've intimidated you and coerced you. So you're going to do it. And oh, wait, then, that's and fine. Then, but I'm not seeing for another boss. week. So explain that. Explain. Uh, we meet once a week. Like, so, so, so at some location you meet. Uh huh. What's that location? It changes. Oh. They do. They do. Move what's our, What's our time frame? Do it. Do it. Do it. Can we wait a week and meet? Do them? whatever you want. I mean, time is of the essence. But do we care? I think I don't know. The one, the one lead we have from the information we got was that that a haunt, so-called haunted schoolhouse. That that was the one lead. That's something. So let all so this is a, so this is a random encounter just to introduce the the gang members and what they're all about. We let these guys go. We go. We we, we and we we yeah. use skill checks to try and find out where the haunted schoolhouse is, and then we have our dungeon crawl. That's what you're thinking. I think I think that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. All right, I'm, I'm good with that. And we have so little to go on, you know. But I would like to put these guys in prison. We don't need them to like just run out and say that we've asked them all these questions and that they're, you're being looked for now and right. Like we need. One got away, don't forget. That's true. I wonder, you know, he didn't hear our line of questioning, though, at least. No. I mean, we're asking about their leadership and stuff, which doesn't matter because they've never met them, so they can rat us out. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they must be a cell. That's <laughs> what they, they are. are. So, so you want to take Sleeper. these guys back to, uh, what's her name? Yes. What is her name? And ask her as a personal favor uh, to keep them on ice for a week, ran, uh, for a random amount of time. And uh, the th- and then we and then we try to track down this haunted church. Yeah, that's the elf right, who has so the name. Okay, you can do that. Haunted so house, yeah. Yeah, bringing her, you bring them back, and they're they're kind of laughing with each other. They're all they're they're just comparing notes about how many times they've been brought in. They're comparing the food. 
the comparing the wardens to comparing the guards. It seems like this is uh, mundane. Oh, you know them. what? Just for fun, when, when we're chatting them, I'm going to flip it around. And uh, as we're bringing them back, when they're chatting, I join with them in the chatting. And I'm going to try a diplomacy check to improve their perception of me. That Like, now this is all over. Uh, you know, th this is all business. And uh, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to not, 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 not befriend them, but uh, try to establish a professional rapport. That's a good idea. Now you're getting somewhere. Go right ahead. Now I have to find, you changed the maps and I have to find my character. Hold on. All right, there it is. 32. Damn. You're better at that than intimidation, I'll tell you. They, they... They're a little intimidated by you because uh, you kept scaring them with that uh, that mask and everything. But they're like starting to starting to swap stories with you, and they're actually kind of uh, interested in hearing uh, your background, Gomez. They definitely have a little bit of rapport for you. Oh, I, I I play that up. I mean, like I was a thug on the street too. You know, like I, I I totally played that up. Well, here's the good thing: spending a little bit of time talking to them, you learn a few interesting things. You find out that everything you they said sounds completely real. They, they weren't lying or anything. You also realize, and you know this, they're so low ranking. These guys are earners. You know, they are literally disposable thugs. They go on the streets. They run things. They beat up people. They get arrested. They are as disposable as they come. You know, if they disappeared and were never seen again, no one would bat an eye. And no one in their gang would care. So you, you got you got a lead, but you also know it sounds like the way these gangs are set up is that probably half of the gang are members like this. And the real the real people you're looking for, the head honchos, they're all in hiding or working behind the scenes or even worse, are actually like professionals by day and gang members by night. So you, you know that this is going to be tricky to try to find these people. So anyhow. With that, you go back, you find Leela, and she's like, Oh, you brought some back? Can we keep them? Ugh, why'd you bother? They're going to be out of here in a few days. By tonight, probably. No one cares. What are these? These are like low-level nothings. These are dime a dozen. I can walk outside and pick five of these up right now. It's like fish in a barrel. What you doing? This is your big lead? You call yourself Starwatch? Come on. Uh, I don't really like your attitude. Yeah, this, this isn't no, this isn't our big collar or big leader or any of that. We're, we're, we're honestly, we're just bringing these ba guys back here just to, just for best practices. If you could just keep them on ice for like a week so they don't go blabbing around about how they, how they ran into us, that we do appreciate it. All right, all right, fine. We'll keep them on ice probably enjoy it here more than where they live now so them this is a vacation all right we'll ring them up keep them in the cells until you find out what you need to find thank you very much <laughs> we'll come back the next day they're gone <laughs> oh yeah there's no chance look at that i got little cells and everything I like <laughs> it. <laughs> right into the cells all right behind bars clink <laughs> what, uh, let's ask her um, if you know about a, the schoolhouse that we've heard. We've heard rumors of a schoolhouse. I know. I'm the one who told you about it. Oh, yeah, you it. told me about that. Where is that? I don't know. If I knew, I wouldn't even tell you because 
what you gonna go do? Blow it up? Cause yes. more trouble? Yeah, exactly. There you go. You answered my question. We're gonna gonna how many schoolhouses do they have in a business district? I mean, the docks is, seems like it's mostly dedicated towards business. There can't be that many schools. Well, if it's Halloween, it's there's quite a few. Guys, it, it, this is old school. We go to the tavern and we find the rumors. Let's go. That sounds go. good. Old school. Yeah, Let's we go. we sure ain't getting it at the station. That is for damn sure. Or do we? Or do we release these guys and trail them? Well, it seems well, like I, they're just I, dead yeah. Ends, right? I, I believe all of that. That if we that, that basically we would just be wasting our time while they go around their daily life and, uh, and like it don't really lead us anywhere. Because it seems like the it seems like the only thing that would be the only link in the next link in a chain is a week from now when they meet their contact. Until then, they're just wandering the streets. It sounds like. Unless, of course, they can't find their contact. Right. Because they're so low level. Right. Uh, so that's a good plan. I, I, I endorse that plan. Because we got time. We might as well do that. Yeah, so let's go. Yeah. So let's go. So it's, it's a- we'll go to the wharf rat. The local... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're going to go to the wharf rat? Yes. The wharf rat tavern. Let's see if I have that. Not going to go back to Spirit Spirits. <laughs> <laughs> 17 straight episodes where we go to Spirit Spirits. Sure, why not? All right, so uh, diplomacy, gather information. I canvass the local markets, taverns, and other places and attempt to learn about a specific individual or topic. Go right ahead. And oh, nice. Jim nice. determines to check, and I do the thing, and uh, I am, what am I? Diplomacy, I'm an expert, so I can... Get obscure rumors, poorly guarded secret, well-guarded or esoteric information. That's that there. Okay, you go to one of the many taverns and you start asking around. Give me a roll, Gomez. Or is it secret? I don't even know. It's a secret DC. Ooh. Here, let me read it again. Wait, wait, what's it called again? What are you doing? Gather info. Uh, gather information from diplomacy. The GM determines the DC of the check, any amount of time oh, it secret, takes, it. along with any benefit to you. Might be able to get right, it I'll from drinks it. and coins and stuff. All right. You go around. Ooh. Wow. Got a good bow, Brad. Wow. That's a good wow. Normally good. it's a DC 35. And holy crap, what do you have? Expert. Yeah, and yeah. Plus 18? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're walking around talking still needs a good roll and before you know it after just a few hours someone approaches you a woman a woman with bright silver hair almond shaped eyes and bronze painted lips approaches you and she introduces herself she says i I hear you've been looking to uh investigate some of the local thugs around here well let me introduce myself i'm uh I'm uh, Ray Shernaz. I'm a uh, owner of Duck's Back. It's a small curiosity shop at the docks. And uh, I heard about your investigation. And, you know, I could probably help you. Oh, yeah. Well, join us. Let's get to know each other a little okay, bit better. Okay, sure, order a drink. Sure. A curiosity shop, eh? Well, yeah, like, no. uh, well, we're curious as well. And I guess it makes sense. that if somebody Show her your collection of feather tokens. Yeah, somebody who's <laughs> a curiosity <laughs> shop. Oh, yeah. We'd know a lot of curious information and be good, uh, a good conversation for curious people like us. And I try to make an impression. Uh, at least one minute of conversation, I try to get them to uh, uh, increase the impression. 
at least one minute. Oh, she likes you. She's like, yes, yes. And she goes on to explain how, uh, before that even, she, she she really is impressed by your feather tokens. She's impressed by all... My po- I show her my Pokemon. All of Lomag's potions. <laughs> yeah. Lomag just has potion after potion oh, after potion. Yeah. Bandoliers. <laughs> just like, she's like, wow, it looks like you, you're like walking curiosity shops between the four of you. You have so much on you. I'm, su- I'm surprised you can even carry it. You have so much gear on you. Well, not the feather tokens. There's a light. But Lomang there. Oh, man, you, mu- you must rattle horribly wherever you walk. All those bottles clanking against each other. Mm, no, they, they're padded. And she must find my sweat-stained uniform also curious. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, you know uh, what? On the spur of the moment, I am going to craft a, a, a believable deception uh, to... To, to mask our true intentions in our trying to find this uh, this gang hideout. Uh, I want to try Deception where I spin her a tale about uh, it's actually my little baby sister that was taken by the cult and the rumors were that these guys were involved in the cult and, we, and, and I never found her so I'm trying to track her down and that's why I want to know where these people are. Well, I, I can tell you a little bit about them. You see... I pay the washboard dogs protection money, but it hasn't amounted to much since the gang started the war with the sweepers and with the washboard dogs preoccupied with the sweeper scuffles. My my place, it's been burglarized twice by other gangs just in the last two weeks. And I, I need I need my protection money to protect my shop. You know, you hear these stories of other shops paying protection money. Well, they actually did a really good job. The washboard dogs, they protected my shop. Because this place is just a wash. A wash with gangs. Now I'm getting robbed every single week. I want nothing more than the dogs and the sweepers feud to end. So that the dogs can re- regain control of the territory. And continue protecting us law-abiding folk. Don't you agree? Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree, and I absolutely did not follow a word of that. So, so wait, so, so she said that the washboard dogs were running the protection racket, and that, and she's in their territory, but they're not pulling up their end, and so the other gangs have been have, have been ripping her off. Is that what yeah, you said? Yeah, that's exactly right. All right. Now the other gangs are coming in. They're they're stealing all the money they can from all of our hard working. Before you know it. If they don't keep this up, the washboard dogs aren't going to have anyone left to protect. And even if they win this war, well, then what? Last thing we want is a gang warfare between all the gangs in Absalon and the docks fighting over their remaining territory. What I need is the dogs and sweepers to end their feud, get control back over their territory, and let them do their job. That's protect us. Just out, just out of curiosity, you haven't, you haven't thought about uh, uh, switching sides and making a, a protection deal. How? I'd have other, to move my shop. Guy. My shop is where it is. Well, it sounds it sounds like the, it sounds like the the uh, the uh, washboard dogs are losing control of their territory, and so that like you might not be in their territory effectively anymore. And so you yeah, know, like, well, at this rate, I'm going to go out of business. I can't just move. It's not that simple. I'll tell you what. Let's All go right, back. Well, anyway, yeah, Let, let's go that. back to the to Duck's back, and uh, maybe uh, maybe to help you out because um, I got a secret. 
but I'm not saying it around here. Too many, too many ears, too many, too ears. many eyes. Yeah, let's let's go back to my place, and I can tell you a little. All bit right, let's it. let's go Still. fall for the trap. What do you want? Let's let's go let's go fall for the bait and fall in the trap. What do you say, guys? Let's yeah. do it. And this isn't suspicious at all, but sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah do we have to it. wear a black bag over our heads. <laughs> no, no. What are you talking about? No, that sounds wonderful. I like. I, yes. I, I said it to her. It's like that sounds wonderful. Let's go. You like you. You guys want to go, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll sure. bring up the rear. Yeah, I'll go last. Sure. Doug will go first. He'll yeah, take for tra- He'll he'll look for traps. So so we let her lead us wherever she's going to lead us. Oh, it's a curiosity shop. So yep, you go. We're going to do the whole the... hand wave healing while. All yeah, yeah, yeah. I already did that a while yeah, okay. ago. So sure enough. You head over to an area of the docks. Very, very crowded. There's a lot of people here. So this is if it if it's a if it's a trap, it's a bad one because there's probably like dozens of people here <laughs> in a pretty crowded part of the town. She brings you into her small store, and sure enough, you can see the duck back sells all matter of heirlooms, priceless artifacts and quotes, and exotic souvenirs from. Seaside ports around the inner sea. Most are, you know, mere ornamental trinkets. But, you know, some of them actually have magical power. Basil can notice that some of these are actually kind of real. You also notice, Basil... That's six seconds per item. That's right. Uh, Basil also noticed a large collection of uh, Quarian and Nexon goods, including ornate oil lamps, water pitchers, musical instruments, and incense holders and carpets. So... It's very exotic, this place. And she's like, well, yeah, yes, here I am. And um, and here's my store. And as you see, it's quite quite elegant. Look around. Look around. I, I sell a lot of uh, rare and unique items. You just can't okay, get I try, I try to I try to refresh the good impression by uh, uh, buttering her up about how great her store is. And she's been ripped off twice? Yeah, I tell you, twice already. In, in, in the past week or the past month or year or like what kind of time frame? Twice in the last two weeks. Okay. Once a week. Can't keep this up. Did there seem to be a pattern to what they took or just whatever yeah, was money? Money. I mean. <laughs> so I can tell you. She looks around. She says, "So if you can do something about this, I got a got a lead that you can't find anywhere else. You see." I uh, I have frequent dealings with Marissa Jones' younger brother, Gord. He has a reputation for running his mouth off and getting into trouble. But he comes in at least once a week to buy a trinket or another, regardless of the item's background. He's just addicted to these things. And while he does have an eye for quality... I do wish you care a little bit more about the story behind the wares I sell, but I can tell you right now, he has an ample supply of play money that his big sister must have a real soft spot for him. And I tell you, if uh, if the brother of uh, Marissa fell into the hands of the law, I bet she would stop at nothing to retrieve him. Oh, I got it. Because that was that's what the other, remember we were talking with the other guys, and the other guy says get, get something she really cares about, and she'll yeah, yeah. And she'll mm-hmm. roll over. So I guess so I guess this guy is the something she really cares about, and so we we put we put the bag on him, ambush him, put the bag on him when he comes yep. to the store. All right. Oh well, uh, 
I don't know if he's going to be coming to the store anytime recently. Not with the war going on. Where can we find him? Well, you know, <laughs> it's just with all the recent burglaries, it's it's got me a bit on edge. But you know, many of my wares are practically priceless. Oh, buy! Let's buy some things. If so I, I, I was just, looking at this over here, and it's I awesome. I could just offload some of my inventory. I, I think I'd be able to think a little bit more clearly and tell you where I last saw him. Oh boy, yeah. Like uh, about how much of our useless crap we're gonna have to buy before it open up. Useless crap. No, Let no, me I'm, tell I, you. no. I, I'm, I'm thinking that uh, that's my internal monologue. I didn't say that out loud. Let me show you something. She what do comes you got? Over to here. She's like, look at this. Look at this. She pulls out this thing from underneath the counter. She's like, this, this is the choker of elocation. It, it's a platinum choker. It bears characters from a language's alphabet, and it gives you knowledge of that language and the associated culture's customs. And you will have a plus one item bonus to society checks <laughs> and the ability to understand, speak, and write the chosen language. And all you need is a mere 200 gold pieces. That's it. Oh, my God. 200 oh gold God. pieces for the choker oh of my location. God. And you, too, will be able to speak a language that you don't know. And you know its cultures and its customs. How about something that's not? Way... Oh, okay, okay, that's hey, fine. Actually, wait, Here, wait, wait, me, wait, 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 wait. Let me. I want to. I'm, I'm going to use my appraisal. I'm going to use. I have an appraisal spell. I'm going to use an appraisal spell, and I and I uh, ca I, I, I I cast uh, the the read aura to mm -hmm. to verify to, to see if I get some verification and if that's actually any accurate. It is accurate. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. A two hundred grand, huh? Or two hundred, two hundred large, two hundred. Well, bucks. I got, I got something else. And she, she's like, "That's a fancy hole." And she pulls out a rune, and she says, "This, this is a ready rune, and you, you put this on a suit of armor, and what this does is it allows you to make it that you can get into and out of your armor really quickly. You can put on your light armor as a, a three action activity or medium or heavy armor." in just one minute you get in and out of your armor like that real quick well that's no good for me maybe one of you guys can use yeah, it. I don't wear armor. yeah well this one's also 200 gold pieces oh. so what's the, what is the effect of that is it, it's like what is this language translation necklace what was that again choker of allocation and that's per, like you can choose which language or uh, no, no, it gives you a bonus for understanding the language every day, or as you choose it once and it's that language forever. It's that yeah, one that language forever. I put it yeah. in the list. Okay, so you have to pick, and so basically, I have a couple. It, of, I have a couple of languages here, a couple we can choose from. Oh, so um, I got a few other uh, fancy items. Yeah, it what looks like got? you guys are fancy into armor. So it's called the Traveler's Any Tool. And before it's activated, it appears like an ash rod capped with steel on either end. And then she just, like, imagines something for four seconds. And all of a sudden, uh, it transforms into that tool. She's like, this is great. You just imagine a specific, simple tool. And the any tool transforms into that tool. That's you need a hammer. Cool. And she does this. Bink, it becomes a hammer. She says, look, look, a hammer. Yeah, you need... You need a crowbar, bink, it became a crowbar. You're like, look, any tool, 
Any I gotta say, tool. now you're talking my language. That that, yeah. that is that is right in that's that a, feather that's token worth a solid zone ten for gold me. pieces. Two hundred gold pieces. Two hundred gold. Two hundred gold. All right. Well, I I I only have I only have uh, I only have hundred sixty-nine. Uh, that's an impulse buy. Don't don't. What else do you got? Yeah, she might have something cheaper that's not two hundred. I like it. Which, that's well, what I like though. Yeah. Well, yeah, I got, um, she pulls out this elixir. This is an eagle eye elixir, and when you drink it, it helps you find secret doors and traps. It's, uh, makes you really gold. sharp. That's right! How'd 200 you know? 200 <laughs> gold pieces. How long does this last? This elixir, this, this, uh, potion? One minute. Per level. No, no, no. <laughs> One hour! <laughs> One hour. One hour. Oh, wow. Too bad. Time goes. Would you be interested in trade? If you oh, have things gosh. to sell, I have lots of things. I just oh, bust yeah. out like, like I, like, I bring out crap. I bring out, yeah, I bring <laughs> out like of all of my feather tokens. Crap I take have. all of my feather tokens and I put them out. It's like, oh, this one, this one, I really like. I'm going over each one, like in my collection. I'm going oh, over. You each don't want to break up until. your collection. If you, you have four hundred gold pieces worth of feather tokens, we might be able to do it. No, trade. you don't want to get rid of your feather tokens. I, 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 I actually, in a, in a way, I totally do because it's kind of like using them to get something done. Which is what they're for. Well, I, I got one more here, and she pulls out this uh, this this gem. She says, "This seems like something you would like, Gomez. This is an elemental gem. This is awesome." You shout the name of an elemental lord and dash this glassy gem against a hard surface to activate it. It cracks open and casts a fifth level summon elemental spell to summon forth the elemental lord that you command and control for as long as you spend an action each round to sustain the activation. And it comes in four varieties. And she pulls them out. She says, look, you can summon a, a living whirlwind or a living landslide or a living wildfire or a living waterfall. You too can bring a elemental lord to fight on your side. Twenty-five gold. Twenty platinum pieces. Oh. What? Two hundred. Two hundred gold. Everything's two hundred gold. Yeah. Okay. So all right. Do you yeah. get it? Does everybody here get it? I think we get it. It's two hundred gold pieces to, in order to get the information we need. And this we get, number and we get, two. And we get this a, number two pencil is right. And we, get, and we get a semi-useless magic item if, as an extra bonus. That is what that that is the exchange. Okay, so right. semi-useless. My word, these are priceless artifacts. Apparently, the price is two hundred gold. Uh, oh, you know what? Uh, on second thought, you're right. They, they are absolutely priceless artifacts. It's a steal at two hundred. Correct. We must be mad for selling it for two hundred only. Um, I'm sure I, I, I'll, I'll kick in 50 just to, uh, yeah, the, 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 the gem is actually the interesting thing. Um, can't, it's a one-time can, use though. Right? Yeah, but that, that, that gets, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's times when we could have gone, send a, 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 you know what? You're right. This is a fifth level element. I mean, yeah, it's, it's low. It's like we're so much higher. Like the, the, what about the um? What about the elocution thing? Can you change the language, or it's just a set language in custom? The set language. Yeah, that, that one's not uh, so good. So situational. So, so situational. Yeah, if you could change the language, that might be kind of cool. I mean, Honestly, the, the, tool the tool is probably the most. The, the, the tool thing, so what else? It just can become mundane things. It's nothing. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's any like, basic mundane tool. You want any mundane tool. How about a dagger? Uh, how many times do you ever need a mundane tool? Yeah, we game? never, never, never needed that. 
Fine. All right. What else you got? I, I'll bring out the big guns. But I warned you. This 200 one, gold pieces? 200 gold pieces? Yeah, but this one. All right, let's see. This it. one's uncommon. I'm ready. You can't find this <laughs> uncommon one. Oh, an this. uncommon artifact. Okay. Oh, if you're gonna make fun of it, I'm not gonna I'm show not, it I'm to not you. making fun. I'm I'm very interested. Okay. And she like reaches out and like goes into a safe, and out of the safe, she pulls out a bag of holding, and then she pulls out a, a velvet case, and the velvet case is actually a bag. She says this. She looks around like someone's listening. She's like, this. This is a deck of illusions. These are very hard to come by. Is that a deck of many say, things? Yeah, I thought you were going to say deck of many things. Is it a deck of many things? Is it, no, is it this version of illusions? It's going to bring an illusion that the monster is going to this, save. This is a set of 34 parchment cards. And each card depicts a different creature, monster, or other being. And when the deck is activated, it immediately appears as a believable life-size illusion. You can look at the card's artwork, but no magical effect takes place until you activate the deck. Shuffling and drawing randomly, but it can be used 34 times. Deck of illusions. Very rare. Very hard to find. I like it. I'm in. I'm in. How does it work though? Two hundred gold pieces. Okay, you I'll, can I'll... you can have a pixie appear, a hill giant, a gelatinous cube. All right, first Shimera, an iron golem, a centaur, or many other. I'm looking up Pathfinder two illusions. I, I'm, how sold. They work. I'm sold. Uh, I'm sold. I'm sold. Sure I'll, I'll I'll swap you. Uh, I will swap you. Uh, most of my feather tokens. I'll swap you. Uh, can somebody help me, help me add up the total on the math here? And if I read out gold piece values, it's all half, right? It's half. Yeah, it's half. But but so we have to get the four hundred. Uh, oh, we should. We, should well, we can chip keep, in. Right? Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to get, uh, break up your set. No, that's that's crazy. Um, here, I have the feather tokens. I just put it in the. All right. Well, chip. if it's two hundred, I can put. I'll put. I'll put in a hundred, and then if you guys can can get the other hundred. What are you talking about? No, we each put in fifty. There's four of us, yeah, right? Just do 50 all right, each. good. Fifty. Yeah. Done. yeah. Done. Done. Yeah. And, and, and this is just so you guys know the way these illusions work. It's a will save. It looks like okay. Uh, saving throw. Deck of illusions. Discretion, actually. I mean, yeah. you could, it could it could be useful. I mean, there's D- disbelieving things. illusions. Oh, I see. Okay. Like you could create a wall and like run away, or so I don't know. There's a lot of things to do. It's very creative. Yeah. This actually yeah. is very, 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 very cool. This thing. Yeah, this and is actually a brand good thing, new. It's actually. been out for a week. This that's is how, worth two hundred, actually. Even there, you go. It's not all garbage. We get thirty-four uses out of it. Well, I'm just looking up how illusions work in Pathfinder Two. I, honestly, I don't care. Uh, like the, of the things that of the things that will get us the information we need in order to progress the story, You're this right. is the best one. Uh, right. That's all I need to know. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much right. Yeah. All right, wow. so that is so, yeah. that is uh, that's harsh. So, okay. She, like, you know, hand over the 200 gold. She goes, oh, thank you so much. That was so nice of you to make such a valuable purchase. And trust me. Oh, it was so nice of you to go to go and offer, to go to the back? I really appreciate that. I know. This is, this is prime material. I might never get another one of those ever again. But, oh, that's right. <laughs> 
silly me. What am I thinking? I just remembered. I saw Gord just this morning, in fact. <laughs> I must have been so preoccupied by all the robberies that I clearly forgot where he was. Yeah, you see, I believe uh, Gord said that he was looking for an unusual gift for a friend from out of town. And uh, he finally settled on an unusual but fine glass hookah. And, and he said that he and his friend were meeting at a so-called mutual acquaintance's sloop called the Arrowhead, which is uh, not far from Slickskaya's tap room. And then she stares off for a moment, as if musing out loud, and then winks to you. I'm not sure if that kind of info would be any use to you, of course, but uh, I think uh, if you found this arrowhead quickly, you might be able to find Gord. Awesome. Thank you so much. Pair the money, and we head out. Oh, good. <laughs> we got our information, and we got our, our deck of many illusions. You got a deck of many illusions. <laughs> it's good. Uh, no, it's pretty cool. What you do is you, you pull out a card... And then, depending on the card, is what appears. It could be a red dragon. It could be a cloud giant. A Tyrannosaurus Rex. I mean, there's some pretty amazing things in here. Dryad King, a troll, <laughs> a boar, a Medusa. Oh, it has specific things. Uh, yes. Uh, oh, Each cool. card like is it. a different creature. So what you do is that you draw a card. You choose randomly from the remaining cards in the deck. And you throw it on the ground to create an illusion of the creature depicted. The image is an illusionary creature, except it is a range of only 30 feet from where the card was thrown, and the illusion lasts until destroyed, or until anyone moves or damages the card. Oh, you have to get a deck, Steve. <laughs> I have one. The creature takes its action <laughs> once on your turn if you're within 60 feet of the card and sustain the activation. The illusion ends if you don't sustain it or you activate a new card from the deck. So... That's pretty good, actually. I that I is can see so guys... much better than all that other stuff. That is so <laughs> much better than all that other stuff. It's That's a, a good very, thing. very cool thing. That of course you can. I can only picture the ten thousand ways that Seth Lipton can use that deck. Yeah, and I think much. no one else is going to be using that deck. I should, might as well just give it to to go. Oh yeah, it's, a, it's yeah, it's, absolutely. You can, you can throw it in the air and have all of them come out at one time. That'd yeah, awesome. and it's all it's all it, <laughs> nice. it, it all goes into it all goes it's into all, my yeah. theme yeah. of of having uh, of having a bag of tricks yeah. and a lot of creatures I can summon because totally. apparently now this is this is now the third type of thing that I can now summon. Yeah. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Agents of Edgewatch. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at Discord.RollForCombat.com.